Well, welcome to another week of A Heart for Scripture. And this week, I want to focus on the book of Acts because we're going to be reading chapters 11 through 15. And we're going to be reading about world-changing, history-transforming effects of the gospel taking place, which are the reason we exist as a church today in Knoxville, Tennessee. And as we read this, it has encouragement for us as a church, what our mission is and what's most important for us to focus on in our lives and as the body of Christ. So in Acts chapter 10, we finished last week with Peter having this vision where God shows him that he should not call any person unclean or common. And the application is the gospel going forth to the Gentiles. And he visits Cornelius's house and he preaches the gospel and the Holy Spirit comes and they become followers of Christ, which is just a history transforming moment. Uh, people of God up to this point had been the people of Israel, the Jews, and now the gospel has just opened up to the rest of the world. And what we're going to see in these chapters is it is about to explode. So in chapter 11, we have the church at Antioch, which is amazing if you, if you study the details of this, that these were Jewish men from Cyprus and Cyrene who, because of the persecution of Saul, were spread out all over the place, and they traveled to the city of Antioch, where they preached the gospel to Greeks, to Gentiles, and they believed the gospel and got saved. And the church in Jerusalem hears about this, and they send Barnabas to check it out, who goes, and who does he go and grab? He goes and he grabs Saul and brings him to Antioch to pastor these people who are Christians because of the persecution he caused earlier and sent these Jewish men there. And I love in chapter 11 of Acts, in verse 26, where it says, And in Antioch the disciples were first called Christians. They called them Christians because they didn't know what else to call them. They were Jews and Gentiles from all these different countries, all worshiping Jesus together. And they had no other classification. They didn't know what else to call them. There was nothing else they had in common except the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so they were known as Christians. And it's from that church in chapter 13 where the first Christian missionaries and church planters are going to be sent out, where Barnabas and now Paul are traveling, sharing the gospel, planting churches. People are getting saved. And in chapter 13, we have recorded for us this wonderful sermon from Paul where he's sharing the gospel and he really goes through the whole story of the Bible. You're going to be encouraged when you read chapter 13 of Acts. So we have the gospel going forth and at the same time you're going to be reading about persecution coming at Paul and Barnabas. And I love their response at the end of chapter 13. They say, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. They rejoiced that they got to suffer with Christ and for Christ in sharing the gospel of Christ. And, and they thought it's worth it. They're seeing people get saved, churches being planted. It was worth all the persecution coming their way. And finally this week, you're going to read in Acts chapter 15 about the Jerusalem Council. So what's happening is all these churches are being planted. All these Gentiles, these non-Jews are getting saved and they're having to figure out, what do we do with them? How do they apply the gospel? What laws of Moses do they have to live out? And there were these men going out saying, well, if you're a Gentile and you become a Christian, you have to obey the law of Moses. You have to be circumcised. You have to go kosher. You have to do all these things. 
Paul and Barnabas disagreed with them. And finally, they go to Jerusalem and they gather all the apostles and they debate this out and they decide that no, these new Gentile believers don't have to go back to these Jewish laws and the law of Moses. And they decide in verse 11, I love how they say this. They say, but we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus just as they will. It wasn't just about the Gentiles. They were realizing as Jewish believers in Christ that they were saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, that we are saved by grace through faith alone in Jesus Christ. And as you read this week, you'll notice, as you read through Acts and you see all these things taking place, you're going to notice this is all the work of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is mentioned over and over and over. There's visions and the Holy Spirit leading them. This is God's initiative led by the Holy Spirit to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. Listen to this quote from J. Gresham Machen. This is in his introduction to the New Testament. He says, The real actor in the book of Acts is the Holy Spirit. Read the book all together or read it in great stretches and you obtain an irresistible impression of the Spirit's power. Jews and Gentiles, rulers and kings, the seas and its tempest, all are powerless before the march of the gospel. Joyous, abundant, irresistible power. That is the keynote of the book, the triumphant progress of the church of God. We exist today because of what was started right here in the book of Acts. The Holy Spirit is the real actor. The power is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. The same gospel we preach today, the same Holy Spirit that resides inside of us, that is why we exist and it all started here in Acts. So as you read it this week, I pray your heart would be filled with joy and power in the Spirit of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Have a wonderful week.